and welcome to New Philadelphia Ministries Morning Word Podcast, Thursday edition with your co-hosts Kay and Stephanie. Get ready as they break down the gospel and discuss Christian living. Hi, friends and family. Welcome back to Sister Chat Thursdays. We are your hosts, Kay and Stephanie, and we are just so glad to be back with you. As you know, last week was a bye week because we were celebrating Vacation Bible School. It was exciting. It was exciting. It was so many little kids. It was so awesome. Man, I'm just, I'm so grateful to be on the other side. It was fun, but I'm, I'm so grateful to be on Yeah, you, you did an excellent job. You guys were, I mean, kudos to the, the, the team. team that yes. put this together. You guys were awesome. It was a labor of love for sure. Um, I just, I love when what we learn comes to life. That's Mm -hmm. what being a part of ministry is all about. And um, I think... Uh, if you're if you're following the ministry, if you're keeping up with the the evening word, which happens um, on Zoom and on YouTube and uh, all those different platforms where we're going through um, how to be a disciple, uh, all of those phases of you know convert to disciple to you know worker, you know I I, I just saw everybody, no matter what place you were in, there was something for everyone to do. There were opportunities for people to you know see themselves in 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 relation to that that hierarchy and know that there's value in every place there's a work to be done in every place and as we do what we're supposed to do we are able to make those unbelievers converts well not make them but allow them to hear the gospel and and uh, give them that invitation and that opportunity to um, start this this lifelong process of learning and loving and giving and all that stuff so that's my 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 overflow (laughs) (laughs) well i'll tell you it was exciting because it um produced some fruit come on love that love that and so we got to see a little bit of that on um friday um and if i can just give a special shout out to uh katera uh baker um because every time we have some sort of evangelism um opportunity she gets on the phone. She gets the word out to her friends, um, and a lot of that, a lot of the success of Vacation Bible School is if we share this with others and not just keep it in house. Yes. She tells her friends and her family and invites them out, and so many of them came. And I got to witness um, one night um, a young lady that she had invited. And she had talked to her, the daughter as well. And the daughter was excited. And one day, I think the mom had to work late, so she wasn't able to make it. But she was determined that next night to make it. And they were a little late, but it, but she was like, I'm here. <laughs> and, and, and then she came back for the rest of the week. And then she was one of the young ladies, because there was actually three young ladies that were here uh, there um, all last week for VBS that came to church on Sunday. Beautiful. And it's exciting. That um, is. And, and just grateful for that. But that doesn't happen if we don't get out and, and share and get out and, and encourage people to come and, and encourage people 
um, to get to know God. And so that's kind of what we're talking about tonight. Yay. You know, and I didn't know, like, I could only see certain parts. Like, mm-hmm. we, I'm so glad we get to share and rehab because as leaders, we're, we're busy and we don't always get to uh-uh. share in the victory and see the, the full manifestation of the fruit. But just to sow a seed and, and water and to see that process, to know that, man, out of all of that planning, that th- this is, you know, the, the joy you get to mm-hmm. partake in. I don't know if any of y'all have experienced childbirth, but it's the same feeling. You do all that pushing and sweating and crying, but then you see that baby and you forget all that other stuff. So I I, I feel like a proud, proud mama because I, 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 man, I, I don't have words, y'all. And this is a rare podcast. (laughs) I can't even put it to, (laughs) what I'm trying to say is I'm happy. That's all right. That's all right. That's all right. So, and, and, and then the good news is because we have um, the Black and Multicultural Conference coming yes. up, we get to do it all over again. All over. All over. We get over to do it all over again. again. So, that is exciting. Exciting, exciting. So, whew, we've got basically, we've just had our run through, our dry run. Come on. Call it. Oh, so, yes. And we're going to get to really, you know, we'll tweak a well oiled machine. Yes. By ready August. to go. I will decide on my um, crafting snacks early on. <laughs> I, I bought, I, I have to share, I bought something and I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this. Uh-huh. And I had all of it ready to go and, you know, I was ready. But then I looked, I was reading over my lesson one more time and I found some more things. And I was like, but I want to do that. was <laughs> <laughs> just like, but you already bought. <laughs> Your bag of tricks runs deep. I get excited. I tell him, VPS is really, I'm, I'm not a, a three-dimensional type person. Like, I, he is. Like, and, and I know Clarissa, uh, she also, they just see, they tease me because Come they're like, what do you see? They hold that picture up to me and they're like, what do you see? And I'm like, I don't see anything. And they were like, you don't see the Kool-Aid man? I'm no, I don't see the Kool-Aid man. I don't see it. Right? And so I don't see that way. But VBS, I don't know what it is. God gives me an anointing. It's all God. It's not me. But for some reason, he he equips me during that time. So I wholly believe when they say, you know, it may not be your gifting, but if there is a job to do that, he will equip you to be able to do it. Listen, that my anointing, it rests on Stephanie. I get so excited and so creative, and it's only, only only during the only for seven nights <laughs> only for seven nights a year Come on. but i'll take it let him use you i know <laughs> so got all my goodies all my snacks planned all my crafts planned i'm super excited but anyway okay mm-hmm. having said all that and i thought it was just very interesting because you know on our journey as we try you know to read the the Bible, you know, mm-hmm. they tell us, read the Bible, read the whole Bible, read, you know. Um, and as you're I'm getting to know new books and, and I said, you know, I want to spend some time in Ezekiel. That's a good one. That's not a book I've spent a lot of time in. So I said, let's go to Ezekiel. And, I, and I'm sure I was led because I really got stuck on this one particular passage. And this was actually even before VBS. Okay. And 
um, after VBS, after thinking about, you know, all that took place, um, God kind of brought me back to it. So before we get into Ezekiel, Kay, will you pray us in? I sure will. Heavenly Father, we give you praise and we just glorify your holy, magnificent name. Father, thank you for allowing us to just join you at work. We thank you for those souls that were saved during our VBS this year. We thank you for those souls that had the opportunity to even just self-reflect and say, I've been going the wrong direction and I want to turn. I want to repent. I want to turn around and I want to turn and run back to you, Father God. We thank you for just allowing us to be that ministry that we're able to be your hands and your feet in that community which is the Bartley Park neighborhood. We just pray a special blessing even now uh, for those young ladies and their families and all that were present, Lord God, and that whole community. We thank you that even now, you know, as we're sharing this word uh, through this podcast, Father God, that you're showing us more ways that we can be of use to the kingdom and, and availing ourselves and answering that question, are we our brother's keeper? Mm -hmm. And we say, yes, we yes. are. We are all uh, brothers and sisters in Christ. We are all accountable for one another. And we are willing to take on that yoke and say the burden, rather the honor and the responsibility lies on us, Lord God, to make sure that th those that are perishing they hear your word and that they are able to respond with those ABCs of salvation that we taught those children that we can admit, we can believe, and we can confess, and then we can celebrate our life in Christ. So we thank you for this opportunity, and we praise your name. It's in Jesus' name that I pray. Amen. 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 All right. So tonight, Kay, we are going to be um, in the book of Ezekiel, All right. chapter 3, and we're going to start at verse 16, and I'll go ahead and read Verse 16, at the end of seven days, the word of the Lord came to me. This is Ezekiel speaking. Son of man, I have made you a watchman for the house of Israel. Whenever you hear a word from my mouth, you shall give them warning from me. If I say to the wicked, you shall surely die, and you give him no warning, nor speak to warn the wicked from his wicked way in order to save his life, that wicked person shall die for his iniquity, but his blood I will require at your hand. But if you warn the wicked and he does not turn from his wickedness or from his wicked way, he shall die for his iniquity, but you will have delivered your soul. Verse 21, excuse me, verse 20. Again, if a righteous person turns from his righteousness and commits injustice, and I lay a stumbling block before him, he shall die because you have not warned him. He shall die for his sin and his righteous deeds that he has done shall not be remembered, but his blood I will require at your hand. But if you warn the righteous person not to sin and he does not sin, he shall surely live because he took warning and you will have delivered your soul. Amen. Amen. So we'll get get into because this is talking first let me just preface this by saying this is in the old testament but there are references in the new testament and so we have to look at the different definitions of you know um righteous versus wicked and and when we say um wicked we'll say unsaved and okay. when we say uh righteous we'll say saved got it um 
because all of we we are none of us are um, without sin. So, but because there are some there we there are some that have accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we are free from the penalty of sin. However, you know we still are to uh, are admonished to live righteousness, and so we are, live righteously. We are to really try to, it, the scripture tells us to be holy because he is holy. Amen. Amen. Um, and, but we do have those brothers and sisters that are lost. And, and so let's, let, let's start at the beginning of uh, the this, this scripture here. Um, he calls, this is God talking to Ezekiel, and he says, I have made you a watchman for the house of Israel. So when I looked up the word watchman, Kay, mm-hmm. um, it, it really described, it said, uh, watchmen were stationed on the city walls, the hilltops, or uh, specially designed watchtowers. And a watchman was to be on alert for approaching enemies and warn the city people of impending attack. And then it went on to say that uh, this gave uh, an opportunity to seek protection or to secure the gates or man the defenses. Yeah. And I just, it just made me think, how often um, our brothers and sisters, or even we'll say our non-family, uh, as for those that are not saved at this point, how often are they just left out there without warning, whether it be from their own doing of their circumstances or whether it just be a blatant attack that they're just uncovered? Yeah, that's, that's pretty, yeah, I, that's a scary thought. You know, when when you don't know what you don't know, <laughs> because the society tells us what you don't know won't hurt you. But that's not true. Not at all. At all. Because the enemy does not care that you uh, don't know. I mean, for those that are not saved, he, he considers those almost like a free throw. Right. That, that's a given. Right. He doesn't have to work that hard for it. But he can just really con- continue to just create calamity in your life and um, keep you doing his bidding, and you and and, and we're none the wiser, right? And, and but you're, you're deceived you're at deceived. that. So it's like you're none the wiser, but you know you have all of these people that you're blaming that mm-hmm. you're 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 fighting yourself. Mm-hmm. You're you're attacking enemies. Who you're trusting, you're mistrusting, mm-hmm. and who you're mistrusting, you really should be trusting. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's confounding all the way around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he is the author of lies, and he confuses, and he is he's um, he enjoys when he can have um, help us to not live that abundant life that yeah. God really has promised us because we don't know. Now, right. for those of us that do know, we have a responsibility. Come on. I like that you use that word, too, because I think so many times people feel God is unfair, almost like he's holding a certain standard that they're not aware of. Um, I think of some things, some scriptures that have given people trouble has been, you know, the one where the man accidentally touches the oh. Ark of the Covenant and he dies in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so there you go. Uzzah. You, you, you come through for me every time, Stephanie. That's like but, one of my favorite stories. <laughs> and then David dances. Favorite, favorite story. Anyway, go but, ahead. Yeah, but people look at that, that scripture um, and that account and they're immediately 
you know, their little sense of fairness goes to work and they're like, that's so unfair. He was only trying to help. He was only trying to help. He didn't know. But and who then, told you that God needed help? <laughs> and it's, it's, it, it, I get it. I get how, you know, without <laughs> the lens of kingdom, mm-hmm. without the lens of a God who is perfect mm-hmm. and a God who is just in everything he mm-hmm. does, you would look at that and get discouraged. Mm-hmm. But this is why, Kate, it is so important. Oh, this goes back to so many, and we've touched on a lot of this. Where we are, you know, in Deuteronomy, it tells us that we are to write it on our doorpost, that we are to tell it to our children, yeah. that we are to... Um, Tell them about about God and his, his his laws and his precepts and understanding who he is because it's so important. And what had happened over generations as they had fallen away and fallen away and that was not happening as it so Uzzah didn't know. Right. But there was a, a, a he had God had specifically laid out. Yeah. In Leviticus, in gotta read that those first five books. God really laid it out. Um, numbers in all of those, He laid out what was supposed to happen, who yeah. was supposed to handle the Ark of the Covenant. Come on, and it was only one tribe in Israel. And if you were not of that tribe, if you were not uh, designated as one of the priests that were supposed to handle. Mm-hmm. Art, you were not supposed to be handling it. Now, and they were already carrying it wrong anyway. That's a whole nother story. Said, Don't get me started with it. She said, I could run through the list of things you were missing, gay. <laughs> Don't get me started. But no, I'm glad that you know that. And that, you know, we're all approaching this, this thing from different cultures, different mm-hmm. upbringings, different life experiences. Some people are saying, well, I, I'm coming at this in, in my young adult life, I I didn't have the benefit Mm -hmm. of vacation Bible school. I didn't have the benefit of Sunday school or a children's church. So, you know, I'm looking at Susie on the front row who looks like she's done this her whole life. And here's me. I'm coming at this in my, you know, early adulthood. How am I going to compete? How am I going to? And I just, I want to say, sis, sis, just breathe. Mm -hmm. God knows he knows, he knew from the foundation of the mm-hmm. world when you would come to a saving knowledge. Right. He's not holding you uh, accountable for those things that, you know, happened when you were unsaved and, and waiting for you to come and be like, now I'm wagging my yeah. finger. He tells you he, those are forgotten. Come on, as far as the east is from the west, don't forget, there is a sea of forgetfulness. You might yes. remember, <laughs> but as far as God is concerned, those things that are behind you, are behind you mm-hmm. and we've got to be pushing toward that mark you know so i i just know that as a, a a person who wants to 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 you know encourage and 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 remind people that hey i know we're coming at this at different life stages and different positions but we really got to see things as as god intended them mm-hmm. and not with our whole legalistic or or whatever mm-hmm. Thing the enemy is trying to train us to do and and get it twisted and you 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 mentioned something Kay, and i just want to speak on it just a little bit because for that person that may feel that they are coming to this late they don't quite understand um and then they're looking at the other person and thinking oh that they've got it all together because they've been doing you know in church their whole lives please understand um number one your race is your race, yeah. just as you just pretty much said. Um, but it, 
and, and I'll give my own testimony. I'll be very honest. Um, it was my senior year in college. I'd gone to church. Mm-hmm. I had sang songs. I'd done vacation Bible school. I still didn't. I, didn't, I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> I just knew that I was supposed to go to church with my mom and my, my grandmother and my aunt um, every Sunday. And I did. I didn't pay attention. I don't know. I didn't understand sanctification. I didn't understand justification. I didn't understand all those things. I did not know and really understand what Jesus did for me until adulthood. And um, thank God I, he led me to the right people that could help me with that and, and shed some light on it. Um, but don't feel a certain way. He just wants us to come. Yeah. So don't let that be a stumbling block. Don't let that hinder come. And I was so excited for the young ladies that not only came, because it's one thing to come to VBS. Um, those are events, right? Right. But then, you know, when the rubber meets the road, mm-hmm. when you're there by yourself a couple days after you've given your life to Christ, or sometimes very immediately, um, things start to discourage you. The enemy starts to, to, to discourage you, right? And, but so excited for those young ladies that came on Sunday. Because it meant that what they confessed, what they, you know, and for those that were turning back, whatever it was, they were sincere in their hearts about it. And that is all God is looking at. And he is the ultimate judge. He is the judge. What what other person's judging eyes or what you may, you know, may think maybe people are, are looking a certain way. Don't worry. Be not afraid of men in their faces. Amen. You know, come because this is your race and this is about your salvation. And this is um, an, an opportunity so that when you get and receive and understand what God has done for you, that you can go and share it with others. Um, because as we're talking about watchmen, it just doesn't stop with those of us that who knows we are to go and make disciples. Yeah. And we talked about that a little bit earlier in Matthew 28. He tells us to go out. Yes and reach and teach and, you know, that we are to share the word of God. Um, it's not God's will that any should perish. And so if that if he's saying none should perish, that means that's finite. He's saying everybody, all yes. inclusive. But when we, as um, those of us that have, all, have received the gifts already, don't do what we're told to do, we don't go and be that watchman for our non-saved brothers and sisters or and our saved brothers and sisters, then their blood is on our hands, really. And he and I just want to go to, let me just get there very quickly. Um, find it, find it, find it. Um, in Genesis 9, verses 5 and 6, um, it, God sets the standard is what does he mean and it says and for your lifeblood i will require a reckoning from every beast i will require it um and from man from his fellow man i will require a reckoning for the life of man whoever sheds the blood of man by man shall be shall his blood be shed for god made man his own image and so what he's establishing when he says in ezekiel your, his blood is on your hands. It's as if we killed that person ourselves, as if we caused the harm to that person ourselves mm. by standing there and watching them. And, you know, we, can, we like to be, you know, very sly and say, oh, that's none of my business. 
And a lot of people will tell us that's none of your business. But actually it is. I don't, I, the, because remember, the rejection isn't on me. You're not rejecting me. I have a duty to tell, tell you what God says. That's so what does his word say? Yeah. Because the standard, uh, and, and we discussed this a bit in uh, a recent message, they're kind of blurring together, but I remember vividly seeing the picture of a standard. And if God's standard, which he's showing us in the word, is mm -hmm. that, hey, to the level of blood on your hands, mm -hmm. you are responsible, I would take that pretty seriously. And I would think, okay, he means business about, about what he's talking about. So from that standard, I have a choice to make. Mm -hmm. Am I going to continue to live my life lottie dotty only for myself? Or am I going to, again, take up this role that you've been describing to us as a watchman, a person who is called to a, a duty, a position? You know, I, I think about those military images we discussed mm -hmm. not too long ago when you were talking about that, that, that code, that, that, that way of life of, you know, we're not talking fly by night, we're talking commitment, oath, <laughs> seriousness. And, and from that choice, then now we're talking about results. Because if I take the choice to live to that code, then I can either see fruit from my life, the fruit of my decision to live <laughs> what it is that he's asking me to do, or I can see death from that decision, which is seeing people around me die and not doing anything about it. John, I'm, I promise you, I'm looking at it right now. John 15, 5. Come on with it. He talks about, he says, if a man remains in me and I in him, he will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. And when he's talking about bearing fruit, um, he's talking about winning souls. He's talking yes. about um, discipling, teaching our brothers and sisters how you know what we've learned and how God aspire God wants us to live um that's the fruit that we are producing and he calls it good fruit Amen. not because we you know if we're not careful if we produce little mini me's then <laughs> we can be producing some spoiled fruit but if we are telling them and 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 really leading them and pointing them toward Christ then, and we're doing it with him because he says without him we can do nothing, then we are able to produce good fruit. And that's what our responsibility is because while those of us that are saved, um, we uh, are saved from the penalty of sin, God is going to judge our works. He is going to judge not works that would pay the cost of salvation because we know we can't do that but works out of our gratitude for what he's done for us and then what how did we obey his word um and did we produce fruit did we win souls did we tell them because again i'm just gonna go to it because you know what i can I, the word can tell you better than i can amen so let's just flip on over to Matthew 28, and we are going to start um, at 18. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of age. 
He said, all teaching them all that I have commanded you. So we got to command. And then he's telling us what we are to do. Go, therefore, and make disciples. And he says, of all nations. So that doesn't mean that we, you know, <clears throat> we just disciple that person that walked in off the street into our church. Right. That means... We, it's been beyond um, our cities, beyond, beyond our four walls first, beyond our homes, beyond our families, beyond our cities, beyond our states, beyond our nations. That means that God may require us to get on a plane, Kay. Nope. Come on. He may require us to go to some places where we're looking around like, ooh, this is not like home. You are not in Kansas anymore, Dorothy. He may require us to do some things that we never thought that we would do. But he tells us to go and teach all nations. Go and, you know, uh, disciple all nations. Why? Because it's not his will that any should perish. Why? Because we are our brother's keeper. We are the watchmen. Come on. And that scripture in Ezekiel says, whether they are wicked, unsaved, right? not really calling wicked, whether, let's say it like this, whether they are under wicked influence, nope, I'm not going to change the word, whether wicked or, <laughs> let me be careful, whether they're wicked or whether righteous, no matter, we are to be that watchman and we are to tell them, and if not, that's on us. And I don't think as Christians we take, we know it, we right. hear it, we, we know Matthew 28, but I don't think we quite. No. We still think understand of, of the, pastors the, as being, I, I could see it play out. I mean, it, it wasn't until recently, like, and, and I've been active in serving for a long time, mm -hmm. but it wasn't. I didn't take the yoke as um, the picture was painted for me about taking responsibility. Like, I wouldn't just voluntarily raise my hand mm -hmm. <laughs> if something were amiss or not going. And I'm like, oh, that, that, that's my bad. Like, put, 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 put the responsibility on me. That's, that's not a role <laughs> that I voluntarily or, you mm -hmm. know, willingly would put myself in. But that thing... When you look into the, the, the perfect law long enough, you begin to see, oh, that is my job. That mm -hmm. is my responsibility. Mm -hmm. That is within mm -hmm. my, um, I don't want to use the word control, but that is within, that, that's in my impact. Like, that's something I can influence. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think about the, 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 the challenges we see, whether it's our youth, uh, whether it's violence in our community, all of those things, we, we are quick to point a finger toward whether we see it as uh, things happening on the national scale, laws, our president, who's in office, all of those things we, we connect dots to. Mm -hmm. But do we ever bring the dots back to the word and our role as watchmen? Mm -hmm. I think that's the last place we go mm -hmm. when it should be the first. Our, our direct level of prayer, our direct level of of outreach our direct level of evangelism that th those are all what i call determining factors in where 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 we see the the our communities um leaning and so you know when when we're we're told that hey 
the, the book. It, it stops here. Yeah. Jesus, and I, all, and I don't have that, the, the scripture address, but he says, I did not come to abolish the law. He said he came to fulfill it and uphold it. Yep, he uses the word uphold. That means that, you know, so people get into this debate about the Old Testament and the New Testament. Well, first of all, if you, if you spend any time in the New Testament, so much of the Old Testament is referenced. So it's not, they're not separate. And I think that's what we have to get through, you know, um, get an understanding with. The, these books are not separate. Mm -hmm. You know, we do deem the Old in the New Testament, but this they, they are cohesive mm -hmm. um and one is supportive of the other absolutely and he, jesus is saying i came to uphold it so let's talk about the law let's talk about you know when god gave the law and i'll go back to this scripture again and i said hey maybe it's maybe we should just read it out mm -hmm. um in Deuteronomy 6, starting at uh, verse 4, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. And these words that I command you today shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your, your children, and you shall talk of them when you sit in your house and you, when you walk by the way. What do you think that means when you walk by the way? Come on, everything. That's when you out in the back. Yes. And when you lie down and when you rise, you shall bind them as a sign on your hand and they shall be as frontless between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorpost of your house and on your gates. And when the Lord your God brings you into the land that he swore to your fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, to give you with great and good cities that you did not build and houses for full of all good things that you did not fill and cisterns that you did not dig and vineyards and olive trees that you did not plant. And when you eat and are full, then take care lest you forget the Lord who brought you out of the land of Egypt and out of the house of slavery. It is the Lord your God you shall fear. Him you shall serve and by his name you shall swear. I can keep going. You shall not <laughs> go after other gods, the gods of the prophets, of the, the gods of the people uh, um, who are around you. For the Lord your God is in your midst. Uh, your God in your midst is a jealous God. Lest the anger of the Lord your God be kindled against you and he destroy you from off the face of the earth. Sounds harsh? Hey, God is still a jealous God. God still has direct directions for us. He wants us to t tell it to our, our children, teach our children, you know, that we met and then meditate on this word and tell it when we are um, in our homes, when we are out and about. He, and then so, again, that's where when Jesus says, go and teach, that's going out by the way Come and on. teaching. I say all this because... I, trying to really remind myself and just when we think about what God has asked us to do not taking it lightly amen you know really understanding the intensity the severity these are probably not the right adjectives but really understanding there's a um we have a responsibility 
I guess that's the best way to say yeah. it. And we are watchmen. And God is going to ask us about that. You know, he's going to ask about that fruit. Um, he's going to ask about the, the times when he perfectly set up an opportunity for us to share. And we, we said nothing. So to the, the, the ladies that um, came, and came forward in, in VBS and gave their lives to, to Christ or recommitted and are really trying to seek, you may not understand everything now, um, but stay, hold steadfast, you know, be unmovable, always abounding in the ways of the Lord, in the work of the Lord. Um, just stick and stay. I promise you that... God is going to show up in your lives and he's going to show you and, and what a blessing it is to your children and what a blessing your children will be to you because then you begin to pour into to them. Um, so very excited again about VBS and the fruit that it produced, but um, know that we have more work to do. Oh, yeah. Just, I was getting started. Yeah. That was it. So I, I, you know, I'm excited. I, I pray that um, we get a, another opportunity. Well, I know we'll have another opportunity here in a couple of weeks at the convention um, with VBS. But as we go throughout the rest of this year and into next year, that we just continue to keep evangelism at the forefront, and not just evangelism events, but every day. And, and like you said, since we have been, you know, really diving deep into discipleship and, and our evening word and, and morning word and, you know, discipleship um, in our homes, first and foremost, um, evangelism in our homes, in our families, in our, you know what I mean? So I just pray, my prayer is that um, this stays on, on the front lips of our eyes, as, as the word says, this stays very um front and center and be the focus um, from here on out because we have a job to do. We are watching. Amen. Amen. Good word. Great word. Okay. So we pray that you um, enjoyed uh, hearing about what thus says the Lord. And I pray that um, it was clear and um, you gained understanding from it and, um, we look forward to being back next week and sharing something else that God has given us to share with you. So, Lord, we just thank you even now um, for this time that we have together. We thank you for all that you are doing, all that you have done. We thank you, Lord, because you are a great God. You are a wonderful counselor. You are awesome you are holy. Lord, we love you and we say thank you. Lord, forgive us when we have not done what you have asked us to do, that we have not followed your command to go out um, and teach and disciple um, and baptize. Lord, forgive us. Help us to be better. Let our personal evangelism, our personal testimony be given uh, as many times as there are opportunities. Lord, let us not see our brother, even if they don't want to hear it, our brother or sister. Let us tell them. Let those that are, don't know you, Father, that are yet lost, let us tell them, Father God. Lord, we pray even now that you would um, 
break up the fallow ground for those that you would want to hear uh, your word. Lord, we, we pray that you would just start preparing hearts and minds. Lord, for the, the set it up, Father, so that when we do share a word, that they're open, that their ears are open, and that their hearts are tender, Father God. Lord, we know that we may just be those that plant the seed, and we know that someone may else may water it. Someone else may water it, Father God, and that you are going to grant the increase. So, Lord, we thank you even now. Lord, we just pray and ask that you would bring us to this place again next week, so that we can share in your word and and just um, commune with you. It is in Jesus' name we pray and ask it all. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Hey, ladies, if you enjoyed today's convo with Kay and Stephanie, we encourage you to connect with the other awesome women of New Philadelphia Ministries. The third Tuesday of every month at 7 p.m., the women's ministry connects virtually for fellowship and Bible study. And for my ladies between 18 and 30, we have a bonus group just for you. If you're looking for a group of women to do life with, to freely discuss the challenges and rewards that come with keeping the faith and navigating your Christian walk, please join us the second Tuesday of every month at 7 p.m. We thank you again for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with a friend. For more information about New Philadelphia Ministries, please connect with us on your favorite podcast platform, Facebook, YouTube, and visit us at newpministries.org.